All right. Welcome to The Good Milf. I'm Krista. And I'm Tiana. And we're here to be random and unapologetic. Anything exciting happened to you this week? Uh, not really. Um, Just the norm, you know. You know, I got an email from Uber because I guess that one night when I left Jamie's party and I called the Uber to go home, I didn't have my mask on. I wait the whole ride home and they emailed me wait 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 wait. so you left dr j's party and and they sent you an email because you didn't wear a mask yes they did and i'm very very pro mask so but i was so shit faced i even ate shit on the way out basically <laughs> almost curb stop myself but i get into the uber and literally i am trying to stay alive in the Uber the whole time. And I'm just telling them, like I said, 10 minute ride, 10 more minutes, just don't throw up, stay awake, don't get human trafficked. (laughs) (laughs) But um, but I don't even remember getting out of the Uber. I just remember I woke up on my living room floor. So shout out to my Uber driver for not human trafficking me. Wait, 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 (laughs) wait. Because I only had like two or three shots. So I came home and I was sober. My wig was like next to me. Like I was fully clothed. (laughs) Okay. First of all, shout out to myself for knowing the fact that you are, that you were who you were when you walked in. So who were you for Halloween? I was Matilda from The Professional. Okay. So I think it was only three of you guys knew who I was. So I'm not even going to give it to the third guy because he didn't get it until I said what movie. He's like, you look familiar, but I can't. I don't remember what movie it is. So Poppy and I were the only ones that actually got it. Yes. I was really disappointed because, I mean, we were it was like a smaller party because of social distancing. Right. Probably like only like nine people there. Maybe 10. Maybe 10. Nobody had seen that movie before. I was like, when I said Matilda from The Professional, one guy said, oh, yeah. And I'm just like, do you guys not watch fucking classics? And that's that was the thing, because as soon as you walked in, Poppy was like, oh, my God, I know exactly who you are. And I and I knew who you were, too, because I was like, all right, my bitch is like, (laughs) "Okay, the professional. This is Matilda. So I think they asked me if I was Dora the Explorer. Oh my like, god. Are you fucking kidding me? Do Seriously? I have a fucking purple backpack? Was it J- was it was it Jake the Snake? I honestly don't remember who asked me, but I was low-key offended. Like, are you kidding me? Because of my wig. So I'm Dora the Explorer. <laughs> no, thank you. I'm actually Yeah, you're a cleaner. Yeah. Shout out to me for knowing who you were because I watched a fucking classic that was an amazing movie that people all over should watch. That's like good, but it is like a 90s movie. So. But still, like, I feel like you should have watched that movie in the 90s. Yeah, people, I don't know. People are crazy. But um, when I got the email from the Uber, it reminded me of The Farmer. Oh, The, the Farmer was interesting. Okay, so just to clarify, this farmer wasn't an actual farmer, but I mean, he looked like he could be one. He's like tall, buff. He had like cowboy accent, you know, the type of guy who's like slinging hay, shirtless and sweaty. <laughs> you know? Where was he from originally? 
I want to say Alabama or Arkansas. I honestly don't remember. It starts with an A and it's in the South. We can say Alabama, Arkansas. I want to say maybe Alabama. I'm not sure. But anyways, we call him the farmer because while when we had met, the topic of work came up and I took a guess at his job and I was like, I don't know, something in agriculture, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. And he thought that was like the most fucking hilarious thing someone has ever said. That's when he fell in love with me. Of course. Yes. Hook, line, and sinker. Yeah, like Hook, he... Line and sinker. He was hooked. He was, he was hooked. But yeah, we hit it off. He was super cool. He did travel a lot for work. So a lot of our two-month-long love affair um, was a lot of texting and FaceTiming. I think once or twice, we even talked for like three or four hours on the phone. So it was legit chemistry there. So so what happened? What transpired? Um, I'm going to get there. Oh, okay. okay. Uh, but literally in our dates, I wouldn't really call them dates, but when we would hang out, like, all we would do is eat or mm-hmm. like, watch 90 Day Fiance, which I got obsessed with during quarantine. Me and the farmer, we were just like hanging out, gauging each other. Because I think he was actually looking for a relationship relationship. Mm-hmm. But we were just like hanging around each other. Okay. Seeing if, you know, because we talked well on the phone and like could conversate you know but then you Mm. know when you're in person it's totally different so I think we were still trying to gauge if we actually did like each other hey we would hang out literally we'd watch 90 day fiance Mm -hmm. for about like five six hours Mm -hmm. eat and provide commentary on each episode and the spinoff anyways he got mad at me because I wouldn't back down about being pro-mask wait 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 he he got pissed very, off yeah, at you he, because of being pro-mask? He was very anti-mask. Very much so. Like, but why? I honestly have no idea, but it got to the point he had messaged me, lose my number. And I'm like, I thought he was joking. I was like, are you fucking serious? Okay. And he was dead ass. No offense, but what a pussy ass bitch. Okay. Yeah, was- and I don't even like to say the word pussy, but that was a total he, puss move. He legit was like, lose my number. Don't contact me ever again. I was like, bitch. <laughs> okay. But um, his reasoning was um, that he doesn't think the government should tell him what to do as far as his own personal life. Right. And then he also said some shit like the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few. I don't know whatever the fuck that means, but I actually Googled it and it's a Star Trek reference. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was like, who made this quote? It sounds like he read that somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> I looked it up and it's from fucking Star Trek. It was from Spock. All right, Spock. Spock. That that's a peace sign. You gotta do. I think this is it. Is it the the two and, fingers? Yeah, the it's two. two. <laughs> I don't know why I think the mic is a camera. I'm like trying to put it in front. <laughs> like what the fuck? We need to like do a video <laughs> of like a video blog. Like this. <laughs> we'll do pictures like this. But um, and then I respond to him. I was like, do you see the irony of claiming that the government shouldn't tell you what to do, but you work for the government and you, in fact, have to do exactly as they fucking say. And then that's when he got fucking pissed at me. I had sent some other text to him uh-huh. and the fucking text turned green. And I was like, this motherfucker blocked me. And that pissed me off because I wasn't done berating him. Wait, 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 wait. The bitch had the balls yes! to block you? Yes. I, you know, I have this like warped sense of humor. And yeah. I think everything that's not funny, I think is funny. I don't know what's wrong with me. I should probably see a therapist. But, um. <laughs> nah, bitch. It's okay. We're all fucking warped. But this whole fucking blocked me. I was like, okay, motherfucker. So we were still friends on Snapchat. So I went to Snapchat and I was going to burn that motherfucking bridge. So I fucking, um, I sent him this meme. It's like an anti-mask meme. And I'll, mm-hmm. I'm going to actually post it because it's fucking hilarious. 
And this is what the meme says. And I'm saying it how I would picture the meme being said out loud. Sure, dude, don't wear a mask. You don't have to. This is America. You're so cool, bro. You made it. So much freedom. Wow. No mask. Way to stick it to the man. Damn dog. Mask free. You fucking legend. Huge PP. <laughs> <laughs> and I sent that to him and then he blocked me on Snapchat. I'm going, I'm going with the fact that he was feeling some kind of way because you told him he had a huge PP and he actually probably didn't have a huge PP. Let me clarify. I actually have never seen his penis. That is true. So I think he might have been a teen guy. I never asked him, but his like mannerisms and demeanor. So what exactly is a team guy? Oh, well, I, when I think of team guy, I think of an actual Navy SEAL. I will say that you can say a team guy is someone that like works part of the support right i don't know he was pretty hot and pretty buff and he always talked about oh my back hurts and shit like that so i'm <laughs> he had some fucking wounds i don't fucking know who knows i mean mr potential was the communications part of the team guys mm -hmm. so i mean that might be the reason why my ig got, account got taken down no, legit because remember he did something to your phone or did said something to you and then literally i think he cloned your phone because every time we talked about him mm -hmm. every time on the phone mm -hmm. via text or even with you me sitting next to each other mm -hmm. he would text you I, I thought that was fucking weird i will say so I was dating someone and he wasn't a team guy, but he did their communications. And part of his education was cloning phones. He totally cloned your phone. And he told me, you should take your face off of your phone because it's a hazard and it makes it easy for people to get into your phone. So I took my face off my phone. Like the face identification, like the face, yeah. like the password, like yeah, so facial I, recognition. There right. I have an iPhone. So I took the face recognition off based on what he told me. But then I feel like at some point in time, he cloned my phone because like you said, every time we talked about him, he would text. Yeah, it was weird. It was weird. And then... My IG account has disappeared. Yeah, and that's weird. I'm kind of a little upset, and I'm wondering if he had anything to do with... He probably fucking did. Because he's, like, pissed. Well, Maybe, possibly, he cloned my phone. And even still to this day, I've not changed my phone. And we were talking about him, and he literally texted yeah, us. Yeah, that was weird. So I, I feel like maybe by taking off my face re facial recognition... I somehow allowed him to like possibly clone my phone. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. If you know how that works, give us a call. Give it like <laughs> email us, us shoot us a DM or something. Because if you know how the, the whole cloning of the cell phone works, please let us know because we are not sure if he has access to my cell phone. And maybe I should just upgrade you my cell phone. Probably upgrade your cell phone anyway. But um, but no, but same thing though. That his uh, potential mm -hmm. and the farmer acted similar. They did. They did. They acted similar. And they acted just like that one, the one that goes to your gym that I went, I dated for a while too. Oh yeah. But I actually did a background check and it popped up that he had graduated, buds. Really? Yeah. He got in trouble with the law. He was arrested, but never convicted. I, that was in my background check too. 
they basically have a get out of fucking free card. Well, shit, if I, if I was an ABCL, I'd be doing that shit too. Hell yeah. Perks to dating a team guy as I do the air quotes. We fucking sound like frog hogs. We do. <laughs> and we're so not frog hogs because well, let me. Let's define what a frog hog is. Okay. So a frog hog is basically a girl who. Or anybody. Or anybody. It could, be, anybody. A it could, it could be, be a male that only dates Navy SEALs. And Navy SEALs are team guys. Yeah. And so. The frog, I think, is their mascot, right? Because they're amphibious. So they can be on land or in water. And. Oh, that makes sense. Right. I just, I never understood what the frog part was. That's the frog. They're amphibious. They're amphibious. So me, I'm a completely against the whole dating Navy SEALs. So when I dated the the communications guy, I just date, I just go ahead and date the comms guy. I met him on Bumble. Yeah. And so what was his job title on Bumble? (sighs) Do you remember? And did he have any military pictures? He did not have any military pictures. That was Farmer and the curly-haired cute one. Mm -hmm. They both didn't have military pictures either. So I didn't think they were in the military. No. So that could be clue number one, too, that they are a team guys. They don't have any military. Mr. Potential, when I was talking to him, he had zero military pictures. So when when he and I were talking, I was like, oh, what brought you to to the Hampton Roads area? And he was like, oh, the military. And I was like, oh, me, too. So we're chit chatting or whatever. He never really specified what he did in the military. So when we actually met, we're sitting at dinner, we're chit chatting and I'm like looking at him. I was like, fuck, and I like him. I like the conversation that's going on and I'm asking him what he does in the military. And obviously he knows I'm a government contractor. So he knows that I know what I'm talking about. And I also told him that I was a veteran. So he's being kind of cagey about what he does. And so I start like, okay, take a step back, look at this guy and he's wearing Patagonia. He's got the motherfucking watch, which is like a big ass fucking watch at some point in time i looked underneath the table and i was like he's fucking wearing the shoes and it's like they're not like cool shoes but like a like an outdoorsy shoe right they're like almost like like hiking boots yeah almost like a hiking boot i think it's the merrill brand i think it might be a merrill brand so i looked underneath the table and as i come up from looking underneath the table i look at him and he's smiling like he's like oh i'm gonna get that pussy tonight he's like Oh, she fuck. She fucking figured it out. She knows I'm like somehow connected to the teams. And he was like, I was like, what the fuck do you do in the military? And he's like, well, I'm not exactly a team guy, but I'm like, I do their communications. And I was like, all right, cool. And at that point in time, I checked out yeah, of the date. I remember because you, you, you ever, when you went on your, when we started the dating apps, you were like, I don't want to date a team guy right. or anyone in that community. Because they're broken. Like, well, I wouldn't say all are broken. Not we all. don't know that, but there are issues. There are issues yeah. and the, and the, I guess for lack of a better word, the exchanges that I've had with the people that I know in that community have been people that are broken because when you think about what they do in the military they see things they do things that no human should ever be asked to do so i don't want to be part of that because essentially they're broken humans so as he's talking he could tell i was checked out Mm -hmm. because i figured out okay he's part of this community and i immediately assumed that he was a navy seal okay let's uh 
I don't want to say that they're broken because I hate that word. They're very guarded. They are. So let's use guarded. All right. Because broken is, sounds really negative. It does. It and does this sound is negative. A huge military community. Yeah, that this we is. Live in. Right, right. And they're not broken per se. They're just guarded. They're guarded and they're different. They 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 live a different kind of lifestyle. Yeah. So at that point in time, when when I figured out that he was in that community, whether he was communications or whatever he did for that community, I was like checked out because I was like, you know, as well. Not going to let us into CP shuckers anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Bitch, we got a credit card. They don't fucking care. Okay. We spending money and we drinking. They letting us in. Oh shit! So as soon as a few places on, on out there that have Guinness, the, I like to go there. They they do a snake bite. They do my snake bite drink. It's like I don't. One, it's like one of like probably five bars. That that's, true. Yeah. that's true. That's so true. We're I, I, let's keep the secret. All right. Suckers. So they're not broken. It's just <laughs> not a community that we choose to deal with. So anyhow, but they, they're fine. They are some my, fine motherfuckers, because I will say, even though he was a little overweight, he was kind of cute. <laughs> he was kind of cute. Are you talking about potential being overweight? I don't think he was overweight. He was a little. He was, he was a little thick, but he I was say overweight. He was a little thick for that community. Well, he's the comms guy. Right. But yeah. I will say that, like, after. He and I ended our relationship, I guess. I will say he put, he got his shit together. I haven't seen him since then, but... Remember you on a date, though, with the captain, right, I think? And mm-hmm. he showed up. Oh, my God, yes! Yes, that's right. The captain were on a date at First Landing State Park. And yeah. Like, Bitch, guess who the fuck I just goddamn <laughs> saw? And I was, like, dead. I was so dead. But I think... So he broke up with me... The Thursday before my birthday and my birthday is 420 and we were in quarantine and we had intentions on doing first landing state park as a hike on my birthday. Well, the El Capitan came into back into my life at that point in time. So we we're going to go on, on a hike yeah. because I was like, I don't have anything fucking to do. And of course, I run into Mr. Potential and here he is on a bike. And I was like, hey, how are you? What's going on? And as he rides by on the bike and... El Capitan is like, oh, you know him? I'm like, yeah, motherfucker, I know him. He's like, you you could tell he was like, I need to puff out my chest. And he's like, I love it. But there was nothing really to like do or say because Mr. Potential had already broken up with me. So I was like, whatever the fuck. (laughs) There was no point. So anyhow, Mr. Potential, where were we going with this? Well, we got way off tangent. We were talking about frog hogs. (laughs) Oh, yeah. So anyhow, I'm def. You and I are both definitely not frog hogs, but anyhow, well, if you are a frog hog, that's not a bad thing. I yeah. Mean, if, to, if I were gonna put it like poetically, I mean, if you are a frog hog, you're basically fucking a superhero. Technically, yeah, because you know? he's like a badass. Yeah, I mean, it's more like. Have you ever seen the show The Boys? I've not watched the whole entire show, but I have but watched like a few those episodes. Of, those are the superheroes like that, like not like the Avengers. It's more like the boys from. Yeah, because they they are kind of like they're a little bit more real. Yeah, they're yeah. they're a little like but, off the cuff. Yeah. Either way, though, they're saving the world. And if you're a frog hog girl, 
Do you, boo? Do you, boo? Because we're not, we're not angry at you. Yeah. We're not like yeah. hating on yeah. you. Yeah. Like seal team dick. Do you? Because I've heard they're fucking freaky motherfuckers. That's what I heard too. That's what I heard. I heard there were some freaks. Yeah, but so. my comms guy never. He never. He never laid the pipe. I will say that. <laughs> that was so weird. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I never got to the point of the sex with either of them. I kind of guard my kitty. I mean, I guard my kitty too, but I was like with Mr. Potential. I was with him for almost four months and he never, and I could understand when he came out with the whole, you know, I want to have, make sure that we have a, a strong emotional connection. I was like, okay, I'm here for it. Motherfucker. We were four months in almost four months in. And this bitch did not, did not try and have sex with me. We even like slept in the same bed and he did not try and have sex with me at all whatsoever. He didn't even want to make out with me. And no offense, but I'm kind of hot. You are hot. I mean, just saying. You got a little fire. Just, just saying. I mean, I mean, I, I mean, I got abs. I got a booty. I got legs. You do got a nice Thanks. Thanks, boo. I've been working hard on that motherfucker. Okay. (laughs) Just saying. Just saying. Mama has been working. That is too funny. But no, he will totally delete in your Instagram and your phone is cloned and he has access to anything that's on there. Guaranteed. All right. Well, I'm going to be upgrading my phone, Mr. Potential. So you are not going to fucking have any access to this motherfucker, bitch. Yeah, that because that's a little scary. Too. It's a little fucking scary. <laughs> it's a little fucking scary. Um, but yeah, I mean that's the kind of area we live in. Yeah, I mean, we live in a military community, so it just makes sense we're gonna date military guys. Right. You know, most of my life I've always lived near a military base. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's just something I'm used to, I guess. I mean, I was married to a military man. You were in the military before you guys got married. So I was in the military and then I met my ex-husband in the military and then I was married to him for technically 23 years. Yeah. So I was a military wife for 23 years. Yeah. October of 2020, had I stayed in the Navy, I would have been 26 years in. Oh, wow. So I would have been either an officer or I would have been at 26 years, I probably would have been a master chief. Yeah, I was going to say you would have been a master chief. I would have been so a master chief. Or master chief. Yeah. Depending on either like what's going on. Right. My ex-husband was also active duty military. He was higher ranking. So it just made sense for him to stay in as yeah. opposed to me staying. And so when they told me that my children didn't come in my sea bag, <laughs> I kind of was like, all right, it's time to get out. So I did my four years, got my money for college. And then I got out and I was a, I was a, a Navy wife. Yeah. You know, I'm a stay at home mom. Yeah, I was a stay at home mom for a while. And then I I taught and, you know, have you heard of that term? Um, it's called dependipotamus. What's a dependipotamus? Um, I I actually had to look it up, and I had heard someone say it before. It's kind of a derogatory term about military wives. Traditionally, a service member's dependent who is a stay-at-home mom that doesn't do a damn thing all day besides sitting on the couch looking remarkably similar to Jabba the Hutt. Urban Dictionary. Leeching off of military benefits and eating anything that gets close to. Okay, so you are definitely not a dependipotamus. Oh my God, this is a super, this must be a really big thing. I am not sure. Is this like a thing? uh, No, yeah, there is like memes about it and everything. 
Oh my gosh, I'm seeing the memes and these are not pretty Yeah, memes. they're not nice. Yeah, I think it's like, I think it's more so for the women that take advantage of the guy. Okay, I will and say. they don't do anything, but I don't believe that you are one of those people. No, I, I will say that I raised three amazing human beings because if no one else says anything about me, they can say that I raised some badass bitches. Yeah, those girls, I love them to death. Yeah, there's three girls. I've got one that's graduated from college, another one that's getting ready to graduate from college, the other one is going to college, and my girls are not, they don't, like, play. They don't play that shit. I nah. Um, how soon did you meet your husband? Were you dating other military people or like you saw him and you're like, and then you guys like basically got married? No, I actually was not dating any men at all. I was actually on, um, a ship and I am one of these people that truly believes you don't shit where you sleep. sleep. Yeah. And so I wouldn't date anybody on the boat. And there were several guys that were trying to date me, but I was like, nah, homie, sorry. I'm like, yeah. I, this I is where I work either. Yeah, I wouldn't date someone where I work. That's so just weird to me. My ex-husband was actually on a different ship. My friends met him and his friends out at a club while they were out in Hawaii. And they wanted to hook up one of his friends with one of my friends. Gotcha. OK. So they told them when we were going to be back in port in San Diego. Well, they were coming back before we were. So when we pulled into port, they were there waiting for us. Oh. Well, that particular day, we weren't able to meet them because what happens is when you're E3 and below on a ship, you're required to go mess cranking. And that means that no matter what part of the ship, what department you are on part of the ship, you have to go and you have to help the mess, which the mess is um, the galley. Where you eat. Where you eat. Okay. So my friend and I were mess cranking at the time. So when we pulled back into San Diego, we were on shift and they were there waiting for us. Him and his friends were there waiting for us to meet us, but we didn't get off the ship. So then they came back like a couple of days later, but my friend and I, we had Liberty. So we had gone to go get our belly buttons pierced. And when I came. Oh my God, I love it. And when we came back, I was in bed. This bitch comes into my my birthing and she's like, you need to come with me. And I'm like, bitch, I ain't fucking coming with you. She's like, dude, there's like three guys out there waiting for me. You need to come with me. I was like, I'm not fucking going with you. So anyhow, she talks me into going with her. And when I go. <laughs> I how easy that was. I know, right? <laughs> I'm like, all right, bitch, whatever. Because I'm like a ride or die. Yeah. You know good and well that I'm a ride or die. I'm like, all right, okay. So her and I go out there. And all I see from him, he's wearing a Wolverine's hat. So we walk up. He's not the one that she's supposed to be hooking up with. He's there with his friend. So she hooks up with his friend and I'm like, all right. So they're like, oh, we're going to such and such club tonight. So I'm like, all right, well, we're going to this bitch as we're walking back to the club. She's like, I thought we wasn't going nowhere. I was like, bitch, we going to the club tonight. (laughs) I love it. Yes. So we go to the club. He's there with his friends. I show up with me and my friend. We ended up getting married and having three babies and being married. You're married 23 fucking years. 23 fucking years. So obviously there was something going on there. I lived military lifestyle and I was a military wife. And now I'm no longer married. I am single, but I have 
retained the benefits, got half the retirement. 2020. And I'm a 2020-20 motherfucker. So that means that I was married for 20 years, 20 years of active service, and they were 20 years overlapping. So I retained my benefits. I got half the retirement. And I will say that my ex-husband, he may have done whatever it is that he did, but at the end of the day... He made sure you were taking care of He was. He he So I get my half of the retirement, and then he does give me spousal support that I get a certain amount of years. But in hindsight, I am very grateful to who he is as a human because he's never taken anything away from me. And he will say, if anyone asks him, he will constantly say, my children, my daughters are who they are because of my ex-wife. And so... You better fucking know. Whatever transpired between us, It is what it is, but I will say my ex-husband has always made sure that I was taken care of. That's good. And I and I can appreciate that because at the end of the day, I did raise his children. Yeah. And that's probably yeah, that's exactly why he's making sure you're taken care of. And I feel like that's raised his children and great children. And I feel like that's why he's done that. And I will forever be grateful because at the end of the day, no matter what transpired between him and I, we have these three amazing humans that are the best of he and I. Yeah. And he knows that. Yeah. He knows that. And he, and I mean, you know, my girls, you know that they're pretty fucking awesome. Yeah. I love your daughters. Yeah. So they're, they're like fucking cool as fuck. Dude. They're like the best. If nothing else on my tombstone, I wanted to say that I raised Christina, Karina and Cameron. Oh, that's cute. (laughs) I don't want a tombstone. Just like throw me, not throw me in the ocean. (laughs) Cremate me. And then throw me in the ocean. Right. Or I want to be buried like in that tree thing. Like where they put your body in the bulb and they plant you. Oh yes. I would I would totally be that. I don't necessarily think that I want a grave. I will say that. Yeah. I will say that. Or I want to be cremated. Yeah. One. I kind of like the tree thing better, but we'll see what happens. I mean, you can you can throw me in the ocean. I'm okay with that. I mean, I'm I'm kind of a mermaid, right? Yeah. For me. Um, I, after I went to school in San Francisco for two years and then I moved back to Japan where my dad was stationed and I was 21, maybe mm-hmm. one of my best friends from middle school, that bitch was still fucking there in Japan. And we were thick as thieves. Literally. If, if you saw one of us, the other one was there too. I, I really want to meet this girl no, because I've heard some her. amazing yeah. stories about her. You I cannot wait Jen. to meet her. Jen is cool as fuck. I love her to death. You have so many good memories. You know, you have the guys you date, but then you have, like, your crew. And it's mostly men on the bases. So right. So your crew is going to be mostly guys. Right. And, like, our guy friends, when we would be talking about who we were dating, one of them called us out. They were like, damn, y'all switch bases like a motherfucker. <laughs> but that was our plan. So, like, what me and my friend Jen would do is, like, we'd go to a base in Japan. Because there's, mm-hmm. like, Kota Yokosuka, mm-hmm. Sugizama, four, about four or five, like, in the Tokyo, kind of Tokyo area. Okay. And so we would find guys to date. We'd find the guys both at that same base. Okay. So that we could like travel to that base together. Right. You know, but then if we broke up or they left or whatever, we'd go to the next base. Oh. Because, you know, I didn't want to, I didn't want anyone to perceive me as like just dating all these military guys on the same base. Mm -hmm. But, you know, they leave like every three years. Yeah. So literally we would, every time we would switch bases Mm-hmm. And then by the time we got back around to the first base, like all those people had left. That's actually really smart. Yeah. So that's what we fucking did. I'm here for it. I'm here for um, it. But I actually did end up having a long term boyfriend. I was when I was there mm-hmm. and um, I basically lived in his barracks. <laughs> I legit lived in the barracks. Did you really? Yeah. 218. 
No way. The room number. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. And um, he had a roommate too. So it was like the three of us living in this fucking room. <laughs> so did your... Did I your had my own apartment too, off base. So that when I say barracks, if you don't know um, what a barracks means, basically like a building like mm-hmm. that has a bunch of different dorm rooms in it. You have a, like a common living area. Yeah. Well, th- this one, the ones where we lived in um, at Sugi Base in Japan, mm-hmm. it was one big room. Oh, okay. So, like, he was on one side of the room. His roommate was on the other side of the room. And then they had, a you know, a couch, a TV, and, like, two desks. And I worked right across the street at the, like, enlisted club. So, literally, I would just, like, wake up in the morning and, like, go to work and then come back after work. It was, like, my home. I think I even had my own key card. But, um, no, we did get caught one time. But everyone knew I was dating him. Uh-huh. How did you get caught? Well, they came to do the inspection at like fucking five in the fucking morning. So we're laying in bed, we're asleep. And then I hear the door open, but I know because it was like, I don't remember what day it was. I think it might have been a weekend. I'm not Mm. sure. But um, I hear like some guy say, blah, 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 chief so-and-so here for an inspection. Mm -hmm. And then I pull the covers (laughs) over my head. And then I feel my boyfriend look over to the chief. Uh-huh. And the chief goes, she's under there, isn't she? <laughs> and I could, see, I could feel him nod his head yes. Uh-huh. And the chief goes, y'all are good to go. And he, uh, he did? <laughs> really? Yeah. He never got in trouble. Oh, my gosh. That's so funny. He probably knew my dad. He probably did. <laughs> if he would have told on me, I would have gotten in trouble. Then my dad would have gotten in trouble. Ah, uh, okay. And because your, your dad was kind of the boss. <laughs> so I don't know. But yeah, so that was a fun time. I fucking lived at that barracks. But also one of the things that my one of me and my friend had figured out too, mm-hmm. if you were a sofa sponsor by the base, you could still take Mac flights in Japan. Really? So if you don't, okay, for the people that don't know what a Mac flight is, it's basically a mission essential flight going somewhere mm-hmm. to another military base. But you could fly in that motherfucker for free. Yeah, yeah. So um, we were in Japan, me and my homegirl, Jen, we figured out we could get on the plane. And then we figured out our fucking friends worked at the fucking airport. So we were like, oh, money, we can get on all the fucking flights. Bitch, we were flying to Okinawa, like, on a whim. When the fuck ever we wanted to. Well, the thing is, is that MAC flights are based on, it's not seniority, but it's like. Oh, it's like category level. Right. But you just go in the off season. Right. You don't go during summer break or winter break. We took a MAC flight to Okinawa, went on Thursday, came back on a Tuesday. Fucking free. And that's fucking amazing. Technically, I could get on a Mac flight and fly from here to wherever. Yeah, we never went anywhere far, far. We just kept it super close. So we mm-hmm. literally were just going from Atsugi, Japan to the island of Okinawa. Mm-hmm. I've not been to Okinawa, but I have a friend that's stationed in Okinawa. And he keeps asking me to come and visit him in Okinawa. It's similar to Hawaii. He keeps telling me, he's like, yeah. dude, if you come out here, you're never fucking going to yeah, leave. Like we, we went snorkeling, um, hiking. They've got a club scene. Yeah, like well, the it, picture that, that he takes from his balcony. I'm like, bitch, I would never fucking leave. Yeah, we went to this place. To go watch the banana show. What the fuck is a banana show? So that's what we said. So you walk into where the banana show is. It looks basically like kind of like a strip club. Okay. On the inside. You know, okay. Like a stage and like little tables, whatever. Mm-hmm. The woman that was performing, she was an older Asian woman. So mm-hmm. she kind of reminded me of Miss Swan from Mad TV. Okay. 
She kind of looked like her. So what she did for the banana show is she essentially shoved a banana into her vagina and she would release banana pieces onto the floor until it all came out. Okay. That was the banana show. So she would just like cut banana pieces out with her pussy with her pussy. Yeah, and then I think she even put like quarters up there. Okay, that's some serious Kegel exercises, okay? (laughs) Mama's gonna need to go back to school and learn how to do these fucking Kegel exercises because like, bitch needs to know. Right? Of course, you know, everyone's drunk and shit-faced Right. And I don't know why, but I just felt like it was always the Marines. They would participate in the banana show. Participate how? They would lay on the stage Uh and she proceeded to drop banana pieces into their mouth. I've heard that the Marines are a little freaky. So, yeah, that is the banana show. So I am going to have to ask Sweet. You need to ask him if he's been. If he's been to the banana show, because I do have a. I bet you he's been. If you were ever lived or stationed in Okinawa, you totally went to the banana show. And if you didn't, you fucking missed out. As we're talking about the banana show, it seems kind of like pornographic. Would you ever do porno? Uh, I don't know. I don't think I could. What, or like, because I mean, there's porn, there's OnlyFans or stripping. Uh-huh. Um, I could easily sell feet pics if anyone wanted to buy those. I would totally do that. I would totally do feet pics. Yeah. I don't know if I could ever do porn. I would not be necessarily able to do porn for, like, the masses, but I would like to do a sex tape for myself and my partner. Oh, that's different. Yeah. 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 Sex tapes galore. Okay. But, no, like, we're talking about making money. I'm not sure that I could do porn. What about strip? I will say on my 100 things to do before I die... I do, do have an amateur night. I do. Oh I do want to. I do want to do an amateur night on there. Like just topless. Um, because there's even. Well, I don't know about the laws here, but I um, would totally take it off. I'm from Miami. I actually worked at Larry Flint's Hustler Club in San Francisco. I wasn't a stripper. Mm-hmm. I was a cocktail waitress. Mm-hmm. But the laws there, if any strip club served alcohol, mm-hmm. you could only be topless. And get down. You had to have at least some type of bottom on. I don't. I mean, it could be the tiniest bottom in the world, but you had to wear a bottom. I don't know what the rules are in Miami now, but I do know that Uncle Luke from Two Life Crew had a strip club at South Beach. And from what I understand, there was lots of shit that went down. Oh, right on. Hey. And I feel like you could take it all the way off. But we're talking about back in the 90s. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what the uh, rules are okay. now. Um, yeah, for the strip clubs, this was probably like 2008-ish. Um, yeah, if they served alcohol, it could only be topless and you had to wear some type of bottom. But mm-hmm. if they didn't serve alcohol, you could be fully nude. The strippers could go down to their nothing. But I feel like... Why would you not serve alcohol? Exactly. So um, where I work, I worked at Larry Flynn's Hustler Club, and it was actually kind of a classier strip club, Mm -hmm. I felt. Mm -hmm. Maybe not. I don't know. Um, But it felt classy Mm -hmm. in the dark. Um, but no, but my uniform was hella cute. It was like a tuxedo vest with tails mm-hmm. and like little booty shorts. Ooh. But and you had to wear nylons under the shorts. Like I like my skin, you couldn't 
touch my skin. Like there had to be something there. Okay. Weird shit like that. But they were super fucking cute. Mm-hmm. But the girls in there were hot. Okay. They were making good ass fucking money. Because I remember, I mean, I made good money too as a cocktail waitress. Mm-hmm. I remember one, it was like a fucking Tuesday and I had made $300 and I was so happy. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of the strippers was like counting her money next to me. Mm-hmm. And that bitch had made like three grand on a fucking Tuesday. On a fucking Tuesday, this yeah. bitch was making three grand? Yeah. Yeah. I'm in the wrong motherfucking right. business, okay? Clients were mostly businessmen because the where the club was on the border of the financial district in Chinatown a little bit. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's still the same area, if mm-hmm. it's grown or what. But um, no, I made good money. I loved working there. I only worked there, I think, about maybe like six months mm-hmm. because it was just like they wanted you as a cocktail waitress. You had to work 40 hours a week. Really? Yeah. And then I think at that time, minimum wage in San Francisco was nine seventy five, And um, you had to work for it. And I was going to school full time. Mm-hmm. And then I worked retail so I can get the discount mm-hmm. at the store. Mm-hmm. But um, so I was doing so much shit. I never had time to do anything. I made shit tons of money, though, when I was working there. I loved it. I, I mean, I didn't make as much as the strippers, but, yeah, you know. I, I don't know. Like, sometimes I've thought about strip i mean no offense i at 46 i work out a lot and i will say that i could possibly have a tripper's body you could totally do it one of my friends when i was living in california she got her tits done she did an amateur night and we all supported her Mm -hmm. that bitch up and moved to vegas i don't know that i would want to do my tits though and i have little boobies so I don't know yeah, that she had little boobies but she did her tits and she made so much money on amateur night she said fuck this and she moved to vegas to strip I mean, see, I think I get stage fright. I don't know. I've never done it and before. What? I can't really dance. I can dance. I can dance when I'm drunk, but I don't want to be dan- drunk at work. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I can dance and I don't have a, an issue dancing. I don't know that I could do like the whole pole thing. That was the best part. Those bitches were talented. Yeah. Like when we watched the movie Hustlers. Oh, yeah. That's how it was. Those bitches are fucking talented. Things they were doing up there. I'm just like. How do you do that? The amount of core and upper body strength that it takes, because I work out, Mm -hmm. the amount of upper body strength and core that it takes just to get up a fucking rope is ridiculous. These bitches are doing tricks. (laughs) Like these bitches are like climbing up the pole, hanging out, twirling, doing all kinds of crazy shit. One of my favorite shows this one girl did she did something and she got to the pole on the Mm -hmm. top of the pole but Mm -hmm. somehow she like put herself upside down and would swan dive down her legs like she wouldn't have her arms on the pole but her legs would catch her yeah but her legs would catch her she would literally get like inches right stage every time she did that like people were like literally just throwing money at her yeah because it's like bitch is fucking amazing like bitch i will throw you fucking money that i don't have because you're the fucking boss there's strip clubs around here for research purposes Okay, I'm down. We gotta bring, like, a crew, though. I feel like strip clubs are only fun if you bring a crew. Yeah, you have to have a crew. Like, if you and me just go, we're gonna look like a lesbian couple. Yeah, Yeah. but I I feel like if we brought our crew, like, our crew would be badass. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Shit like that. I think we should, we should, we should plan that. No, that's, I'm totally down. Because I I think our crew would be totally down with that. Yeah, our crew would totally be down for it. We could go to a strip club in Miami. We can go to a strip club in Miami, yeah. I mean, we would have a crew because I got all my family. And my family's like, what? We going to a a strip club, bitch? Let's go. Yeah, get the ones ready. Because them motherfuckers are like, down. I'm ready. 
And FYI, we're, me and Tiana are probably going to Miami for Christmas. Yeah, we no, no, we're not probably. <laughs> bitches are going to Miami <laughs> for Christmas. So that'll be a fun episode after. Yeah. Yeah. Would you do porn? Girl, we already talked about this. Oh, we did? Okay. <laughs> yeah, we said no. No, yeah. Okay, sorry. Huh? Just want to make sure. Um, no, that was it, boo. Yeah, are, are we done with this episode? I think so. I guess our mama knows best, morals of the day. Uh-huh. Don't be a dick, wear your mask. <laughs> and don't clone anybody's fucking phone don't and delete their them. fucking IG, fucker. You know who you are. You're listening. I know you are. Be wary when dating a team guy. They're superheroes, but but you know, at the end of the day, they they got they got some skills. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Signing off. Follow us on Instagram, the good at the good milf. I'm insta.krista. And I'm Tiana.shaw, I think it was Girl, what it is called. I don't I even know. It might be an underscore. Let's is it an check. underscore? Let's just make sure. Oh yeah, it's Tiana underscore Shaw. S-H-A-W. And my first name is spelled T-H-E-A-N-A. Hopefully my Fit Savage mom will get brought back, but we'll see. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. All right. I'll let y'all later. Have a good one.